guys uh coming at you live from the office of living loud outdoors been a while um boy, I've been really trying to keep up with this stuff but it's uh, been a little challenging as of late i have something i actually actually wrote this um oh, it's been quite some time ago now but they uh i think i actually shared it maybe in written format um maybe on facebook i'm not sure i wanted to i wanted to actually share it audio wise because i needed to get it recorded for one thing but um I, I want to get it on our, our podcast and, and things. So I want to share with you today, this is this is society shift is what I titled this. Uh, maybe not quite the direction that some of you might think I'm going to go. This is uh, more about parenting <laughs> um, that I want to talk about today. But it's society shift. And uh, the, the passage of scripture I'm going to read to you comes from Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. This is coming out of the New Living Translation. It says, Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord. For this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you, and you will have a long life on the earth. I used to joke with my kids about that a lot. You know, if you if you honor me, if you if you treat me correctly, you'll live longer than you will if you don't. So that's kind of what that, kind of what that reflects there. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. In the NLT version, the phrase, honor your father and mother, actually appears some 11 separate scriptural references uh, from Exodus to Luke. Um, in, the, in the New King James, the ESV, the NIV versions, the, the, this phrase is mentioned about eight times, so it changes as the, as the version changes. Obedience and honor is not, suggested, is not a suggested practice. It's actually a commandment. Now, I've been in ministry for over 25 years now. Um, most of it spent working with youth and at-risk teens. Um, some of that time serving as a juvenile detention center chaplain. Uh, during these years, I, I've seen some of the best parenting, uh, and I've seen some of the absolute worst I've ever imagined. Uh, I've seen respect and honor shown by children, and I've seen the polar opposite. Some I would say was deserved in both ways, and some not so much. I've seen families that worked like a well-oiled machine, and I've seen families that were as dysfunctional as trying to get milk from a chicken. But even in some of the best families, I witnessed some of the ugliest disrespect and dishonor, while some of the most messed up exhibited love and honor and amazing forgiveness. It actually made no sense sometimes. It just seems to me that there's a lot of pressure applied to being a parent, as well as there is to being a kid. I became a parent at age 22. God gave us a beautiful little girl who grew up uh, into an incredible woman and, and is now herself a mother. At age 24, I was blessed with a boy who also has grown into an amazing young man and an incredible father. I failed as a parent. I mean, I really struggled being a good dad. I really struggled with my babies. Uh, I still do, as now I'm a grandparent, and I still feel the same about diapers as I did back then. But in the midst of my failure, I gave it my all. I wanted the best for my kids. I fought for them and, of course, fought with them. There were those moments where I doubted their survival. And in the same moment, they doubted my ability to raise them, I'm sure. There, there's hundreds of books on being a great parent. But there's not a single one of them that were written about me. And I can assure you, none are written about you. Life lessons from parenting are hardcore. You can't turn back time and you can't redo what you realized you messed up on. But you pray for your children, 
knowing well that your kids will make their own mistakes and thus realize it's not as easy to be a parent as maybe they thought it was. No matter the mistakes made, no matter the hurts, the failures, and all sides, it doesn't change the scripture of our obligation as parents, especially and especially as children. You see, there were only a couple of references to being good parents. Well, they carry a great deal of weight, and I'm sure I screwed all of them up, but I desired to train my kids up in the way they should go so that when they were older, they would not turn away from their raising. And I learned over and over the lesson of not provoking my children to anger by how I treated them. That was a tough one. But despite my failures and despite their own challenges with parenting, I feel confident in my role of doing my best to raise them in a way they should go. And I, and I pray that, that doing the same, that they're doing the same with my precious grandbabies. Uh, I watch closely as my kids raise those grandkids because it's important to me that they pass on the heritage that they raised, were raised under. I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you. But I also want to applaud you for digging deep into this message and, and letting your folks know how much you love them and, and how you honor them and thank them for who you are today. So there's no age limit to these commandments. My mother's in her 70s now. I do my best to show her respect and honor, and I honor her as well as, as, as my stepdad, who's always treated me and my children as if they were his own. I don't, I don't know that, um, um, I mean, my family was different. We didn't, we didn't have this ooey gooey, lovey hugs and kisses kind of raising. That's, that's not how I was raised. Um, I often question myself sometimes on, uh, you know, when I hear other people throwing around, you know, the, the, I love yous, um, from their moms or, or dads. And I, I, we didn't do that when I was growing up. I never questioned it. I never questioned whether my parents loved me. Uh, and man, I pray they never questioned whether I loved them in return. I know, I know, I messed that up a lot. I know I, I made it challenging for them to love me many times. Uh, my kids made it challenging for me to love them. But in the same token, I, as a parent, made it very challenging for my kids to return that. So I, I just, you know, just to kind of throw that into the mix. I want to challenge you to, especially, to train up your children to be followers of Christ and to to show them, to lead them. In, in honor by letting them see how you honor your parents. I think that's very important for our, our children to see today because we don't, we don't get a lot of that effect. Um, our world is not showing us how to treat others well. It's showing us how to be selfish. It's showing us how to uh, always look at us instead of someone else. It's, it's showing us uh, how to put us first instead of someone else. And, and that's not a value that I want to teach. Um, honestly, it's a value I'd like to get rid of because it, I, this selfish society, this entitlement society that we've become uh, plays havoc on who we are as a people group. But by doing so, by showing this honor, by doing what the scripture states, that things will go well for us and we will have a long life on this earth, consider where you stand today in relationship with your parents. And, and, and many of us at, at this age, our parents are gone. Um, I lost I lost my my biological father when I was 13 years old, a very traumatic event that I've grown up with. Um, I was very blessed to have a, a second life, a second dad, if you will. Um, my my stepdad stepped into a role of a teenage boy and a teenage girl, um, not having any kids of his own, not ever being married before, and boy, you talk about a culture shock. 
Um, I put him through his paces, very, very much so. But that man loved my family, and he took care of us. And, and he's he's become my kid's grandpa, and he's become my my grandbaby's great grandpa. And 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 there's they don't know any different. And man, I'm so thankful for that because uh, he he is my family. He's my he's my dad role. He's he was a father figure for me, and I honor him and I respect him for that. Um, probably not so much when I was a teenager, unfortunately. But but consider where you stand with your parents if if they're still on this earth, or maybe even reflect back on you know how how was your life with them if they're already gone. And I'm not saying that to beat yourself up, um, but if if you can't say that I had a good relationship with my parents, I I just ask you to pray over that. You know that to pray that you are you begin to reflect that to the elders that are around you now, that you begin to show that respect even to others, uh, to others' parents, maybe your spouse's parents or whatever it may be. But to really begin to honor that, because as you do, others are going to see that model and they're going to see that role. And, and that's honestly what this is about. It's, it's being a role model. You know, No one learns just on their own. You, you can't learn how to be a parent from a book. You learn that from how you were raised and how you see others raised. You know, whether it might be good or might be bad, I had an old painter tell me one time, you can learn something from anybody, either something you want to do or something you know better than to do. So and that's the same way with life. We learn things from everybody, things that we think maybe we should try, and then other times it's stuff that we probably better leave alone. But consider where you stand in your relationship with your parents. You're setting the tone for how your children will stand with you. Consider that. How, how you stand with your parents is, is actually going to play a role on how your kids are going to learn to treat you and honor you and respect you. Um, I mean, it's a two-way street, obviously, and there's a lot of water in there to play with. But, but, but to keep that in mind, that you're setting the tone for how your children will stand with you. If things are not as they should be, let that healing that is possible begin with you. If, if where you stand in relationship with your kids today, or your parents even. And if there's a way to bring that back into alignment, do so. The, the healing that's possible will change your life, it'll change your children's life, and it could change your parents' life forever. I, I just want to encourage you today. Um, I, I know this was a kind of a different message. I'd love to be going a different direction today with everything that's going around us in society, but I wanted to get this one out. I wanted to get it recorded. I've kind of got to stack up. I've been doing a lot of writing and a lot less recording lately. So I'm probably going to come at you with several new things here in the in the future, but um, more than anything, I, I just wanted to share this word with you today. We appreciate your support. Living Light Outdoors is um, busy. <laughs> we have a lot of things on the plate coming up. We have a lot of places we need to be. Uh, have a lot of places I'd like to be that I can't uh, because financially we just can't do that right now. But, um, most of you know what I do for a living. I, I fix hail damage cars, so we're we're in that mode of, yes, I'm praying for hail right now. Um, and you can't blame me for the tornadic stuff. I don't like the spins. I, I like the hail. Uh, too big a hail doesn't do me any good. But we want, um, you know, we support our own ministry. We, we pretty much fund everything ourselves. I'm, we've gained a great deal of support. Some of you have kicked in beside us and are walking with us through this. And, man, we so appreciate that. We so need it. Uh, we, we put a lot of efforts into into spreading out our ministry we um, we send financial support all over this world uh, we support multiple ministries around the country and um, travel and speak wherever we can we minister wherever we can and, and we do as much as we can to support others um, 
were highly involved in, in multiples of ministry and um, want to continue to do that and honestly want to grow that. Uh, I've been invited to become uh, a board member for a ministry that just, just began in Farmington, New Mexico. People that we were acquainted with when we were out there, love them to death. I'm excited to be a part of what they're going to do. Um, so many avenues of ministry that are, that are putting in front of us and so many things that we want to be involved in and we thank you for being a part of what we're doing. Um, you can financially support us. The website's probably one of the easiest places. Um, if you just log on to www.livingloudoutdoors.com, uh, pretty simple. Uh, you'll see two giving links. One's a PayPal link, one's a simple give. The simple give, I think, has been messed up. I actually finally have it fixed. <laughs> so uh, that, that link does work now. Um, you can set up recurring gifts. You can set up a one-time gift. You can, whatever you choose to do, we try to make it as easy as possible. Uh, the address is on there if you just wanted to mail a check. So, uh, however, however we can get you involved, we do appreciate your prayer. We certainly need your prayer. Uh, prayer is a very important thing. I'll be doing some teaching on that soon. Um, but just keep in mind that that you know we're we're trying to do everything we can to spread the word of the gospel, especially in this time frame, uh, especially as we see the chaos that goes on around us today. So. God bless you guys. I hope you enjoyed this message. Uh, I'll try to get back in here and get caught up on some of the stuff and do some more recording soon. But in the meantime, we appreciate you. We love you. Uh, we're praying for you. We just ask that God pour out his Holy Spirit over you, that you become who he's called you to be and who he created you to be from the very beginning. God bless you and have a great afternoon.